0: I guess if I can't
1: person. get a free shirt, the next time I go in, I'm going to ask for underpants.
0: <laughs> I would have Saturday. I, I almost, if I if there would have been a dealer in the area, I I was tempted to stop in and see if I could get some free long johns.
2: There's a there's them. there's a good uh, clothing idea, Ryan. It says live to ride right on the dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, on the, right on the front of them? Yep. <laughs>
0: The hell, where'd you pull that out of, Dustin? That was my a- ass. <laughs> out of left, left field. Oh, that, that's a, such a great one! Yeah,
2: I'm sure maybe they they could have the kids made on big, Etsy the big eagle on there going, Ca-ca! yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is live to ride right on the dog. <laughs> Dirty Bikers podcast presented by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for custom windshields and bearings for your motorcycle and wild ass seats. Stay in the saddle longer and in total comfort, no matter your butt or budget. Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at Five Dirty Bikers.
1: What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Good.
0: It's Monday. It's a holiday.
2: It's Everyone Some keeps saying you. this
0: is holiday. Yeah, I'm not
1: it's feeling not the holiday, holiday vibe me. at all. No, no
0: I worked. Do you guys, me too. Do you guys work for un-American companies that make you work on President's Day?
2: I work uh, for Harley yeah. Davidson. Well, no, actually, <laughs> we're actually closed today. But part of my deal to be employed with them was to work from home one day a week. I chose Mondays.
0: But they should give it to you off because it's President's
2: Day.
3: Not very many companies do that.
0: Really?
2: Is this
3: really a day
1: and age
2: when we should be
0: celebrating our presidents? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Well, if
2: if you'll recall,
0: it used to be two different days. It used to be George Washington's birthday and Abraham Lincoln Day. And then when they decided to create the Martin Luther King Day, they didn't want to just give us an additional holiday. They said, we have to take one back to give Mm -hmm. you one more. So they combined those two into the president's day Mm. and there's your history lesson for today what did that happen in the 50s or something yeah no it literally it literally (laughs) happened uh i don't know when i would i was gonna say this century but let me look that up let me look that up and so i can shut down your smart it's on
2: on a scroll somewhere (laughs) Uh, parchment paper maybe
0: hang on it's a google thing Hmm. Uh, it's not yeah. worth it. It's not
1: worth all this time you're taking to Google this. Just escape. keep going.
2: Keep talking. i I'll, butt <laughs> in and, I'll butt in and correct you. Oh, you will? Huh? <laughs> I will. So, Ryan? Yes, sir. You went to Mama. Tried
1: again. I did go to Mama. Tried. I'm telling you. Uh, I I really love this show.
2: Um, I'm going to so, go next year. I need I need to commit to go next. I'm year I'm
0: interrupting you now. It was 2000, so it was technically this century.
2: Holy hell! David. So now you can go I mean, back to. Brittany was
1: a teenager when, when they changed that. Yep. So Had you even I. graduated so from so high school I yet,
2: then,
3: Britt? Uh, I, gra- I graduated 2000.
0: No. I
1: was 18.
2: Well, there, you go. there you go. Good You're job. You're a Dustin. Y2K graduate, Dustin. I am. I was
3: not a teenager. Unless I'm doing my math wrong.
2: Everybody else after us is just, 10. just Just a year on to our 11. year.
3: 11.
2: <laughs> yeah, 11 years old for Britney. so.
0: So anyway, back to Mama Tried.
1: Yeah, so I went to Mama Tried. I I, I absolutely love this show. Um, we go down the first day, opening day. I, I I call it opening day. There's all kinds of pre-party and events that we don't typically take in. So we go down for Friday to do the flat-out Friday racing, which is which is great. They have hooligan racing. They have all different kinds of classes. They have vintage classes. Bring what you rode classes. I mean, Danger Dan rode a chopper in one of them. Um, it, it was it was a great show. The The hooligan classes are fast as fuck. I mean, these guys are going crazy fast. For those of you that don't know what they do for the indoor track, um, this is at the Pfizer Forum in Milwaukee, so it's where the Milwaukee Bucks play. And Did you have to be
2: vaccinated to get in?
1: No. (laughs) No type of vaccination to get in anywhere. Um, They treat the floor, actually, with uh, Dr. Pepper. So they spray the floor with Dr. Dr. Pepper Pepper to make the surface sticky. Um, and then and then they do the they they do the races. So it's all on a like basically polished cement. So that's why they spray the floor. And they have the boonie bikes and they have kids' races. And I mean it's about it's a good four hours of races. They start at seven, they go till ten or eleven. It's it's just awesome. And and they have it so so streamlined that it's just race after race after race. They start it with the national anthem in the beginning and, the, and they're all going around the track on their bikes, you know, with the American flags and revving their motors and so it's it's just it's really a it's really a great way to start the event and for those of us who've been stuck in the frozen tundra we just stand there and like waft in the the exhaust fumes from motorcycles as much as we can because You're we've been missing that shit so like, yeah, oh yeah just like, <laughs> like totally <ugly>. glue <laughs> and we were we were practically in sniffers row this year um at the event so we got fourth row tickets so that was that was a lot of fun uh we got three quarters away through the night And uh, the guy shooting the shirt cannon uh, decided after one of the feature races and we were all watching the interview for the feature race that the guy with the largest shirt cannon in the entire joint uh, decided that he wanted to shoot somebody in the face and get it on camera. And uh, so he chose me (laughs) and he uh, he 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 fired that bad boy and and it was coming so hard and so fast. A little kid that was in front of me ducked. I was not looking at all and i just caught it out of the my peripheral vision and i moved my tipped my head a little bit and it hit me in the shoulder and i caught it in the air and i looked right at the guy and he was like he was
2: like ooh,
1: with eyes wide open like oh i can't believe i did that and i was like you
2: motherfucker you should have stood up me. and then kenny or whoever was with you should have yelled, kick his ass sea bass
1: yeah if, if if he was if he was uh uh if it would have hit me in the face, I would have chucked the shirt back at him.
0: Did but. he? Did he do that? You think because you look like a terrorist in the audience? Uh,
1: I don't anymore. Um, my no. beard is is quite quite a bit less uh, terrorist looking. And I would t- I will tell you when you go to a motorcycle event like this, Dave, the uh, terrorist looking people outnumber the non terrorist looking gotcha. people. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so did, did I see
2: right that lowbrow just set up shop somewhere with a keg? uh that was a pre-party so yep lowbrow did do that Yep, you need to find that Uh, place next year
1: yeah so it was it was a really good time the 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 post we tried to post party it friday night after the races and it, it was super busy so we just googled like some you know dive bar restaurant place to get apps and we found this great place um that we went and and i was uh had the the great Fortune to hang out with uh, with Jared Weems and his wife and his brother all weekend. Um, Just amazing people. So great. Uh, They were gracious, um, kind, spent all their time, pretty much their free time with uh, with myself and, and my friends. Um, that that I brought with me, and so uh, just a really really great time. Um, so we left after the races and went to, like I said, a little bar and got some apps, had some had some sliders. I needed something that was going to slide in and slide out as fast as it as fast oh. as it could. So we had some sliders and uh, had some I had some blue moon and it was delicious. And uh, after that, we went back to the uh, the mansion that we were staying in, and uh, there was another group of invited builder invited builders that were staying with That's an Easy Company, they're from Massachusetts, and uh, I'm going to tell you that these boys go hard. I mean, I bet they
3: do. They went
0: real hard <laughs> all weekend. So we've had slipping and sliding. Yep, mooning. Yep, And going at it real hard.
1: I'm just going to say this.
0: We got home
1: from the races Friday night at about 1.45. Okay? Um, we got up the next morning, and there was 10 people sleeping in the house that weren't there when we went to bed.
0: Were you bow-legged?
1: I was not. I no. was sleeping with Bob, and he was closer to the door, so gotcha. chances are he would have... Uh, he would have you know, taken one for
2: the team? He would have taken one for the did team, oh, yeah, have, for sure. Did everybody have pants on?
1: Uh, I mean... I, I've, I have no idea. I know one of the guy left a whole bunch of his clothes at the place, and uh, when he came out, uh, the guy said that most of what he had done that night was illegal. So, uh <laughs> and he said he left it he left his overalls there so yeah it was it, it, it was a good time but we actually didn't party with those guys or see him at all i mean they went hard both nights they were home after we were and and uh got up in the morning it was so funny that morning there was a bunch of guys sleeping in these little foyer areas and we were sitting down there talking we were getting ready to go and uh, the fire department pulled up next to the door and i said to uh to bob i said is that a police officer out there And Bob goes, no fire. And all of a sudden, one of these guys that was sleeping pops up and he goes, fire! There's a fire! (laughs) (laughs) So, and Bob's like, no, man, there's no fire. He goes, just a fire department outside. So, so that was, uh, that was, that was good. So, so we went to the, uh, flat out Friday is Friday night. Then Saturday, they do the show, the actual Mama Tried event is Sunday or Saturday and Sunday. It's open from 10 a.m. until, um, I think 11 p.m. is when is when the close the doors on Saturday and uh so I I got to meet a ton of a ton of great people there um a couple people that I didn't know recognized me from the podcast so that was kind of crazy and cool um so I got to hand out some stickers to uh some people that that uh, listen to the podcast so that was awesome um got to meet uh Chris and uh, Missy Moto, Missy Moto is actually one of our patron supporters too. So yes, she is. So mm-hmm. she was there, and uh, and Chris, her her boyfriend, uh, was with her, and, and he works for Blockhead. And so I got I met those guys. And this um, is really
0: ch- super cool, man. I mean, did you get to spend some time with her?
1: Uh, you know, just a few minutes. They, you know, uh, it's it's a tricky situation, right? It was super crowded. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Uh, um, I didn't want to uh, to take away the time that they wanted to do whatever they wanted to do there. And so I just wanted to thank their involvement in the charity build. And Missy was kind of like, Hey, she, she heard her, her introduction or when we kind of introduced each other was kind of really cool actually, because she, um, when she found out that Chris was going to be, working on this charity build and that it was for the five Dirty bikers she's like that's really cool i'm one of their patron supporters and so she kind of made that connection and thought that was really cool so so yeah she she was uh, delightful just you know seemed like a really a really sweet a sweet person um and then um I talked to the S crew, um, spent a little time with Dave, uh, from the marketing department of S and S and he's, he's always a, a really chill, cool guy to talk to and, and th- got a chance to thank them for their involvement in our charity build. They, um, of course, um, sent us some, some parts, uh, carburetor and some things to, to add to our, our charity build and make it, make it, uh, run and look wonderful. So, um, had that opportunity, uh, got to see some really great bikes. um, met blockhead in person obviously we've had him on the podcast a couple times but i got to shake his hand and then talk to blockhead for a few minutes um spent some more time obviously with jared and his wife while they were at the event and just looked at some really 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 amazing motorcycles um right when you walk in right off to the right side when you walk in the door was all of the uh stock motorcycles that harley brought with them and um I got to see one hundred, hundred the one hundred and twenty anniversary street glide, and again it reiterated what I already knew. I love this paint job. I know it's taken a ton of flack from people, but in person that paint job is really nice. I, I like Looks it. Looks nothing
2: lot. like the gold wing. I'm telling you. No,
1: no, it is. It, it it's one of their best paint jobs. It's subtly amazing. Yep. Because it, it doesn't, it's not super flashy, but it well, takes well, you a you're, minute.
2: You're, you get, you're getting to see the bagger. I haven't seen a bagger yet. I've just seen the fat boy. So I'm sure there's probably even more that went into yeah. the paint job on the baggers than there was on the on the soft tail.
1: Yeah, I saw that. They had um one of the, uh, what's the one that came back this year? The breakout. Breakout. They had a breakout there. um, And I don't hate it as much in person. Um, they had uh, a Knightster there. Um, I hate that much that one just as much in person.
2: <laughs> Did you
0: say, but they had my bike, my next bike there too, though, right? You said uh, you so saw the RG3? That,
1: I saw an RG3 in a different area that wasn't with, these were kind of all the models from, they were this year models, right? The RG3 was not with them because it takes up so much space. So the RG3 was actually in one of the entry areas. And um, I had not seen one in person. And let me tell you. Was I um, right? dave was right Uh, dave was right i i um i wouldn't hesitate i'd trade my bike for one of those i'm not lying it's it is a very very nice looking trike harley did it right with that bike they they made it appeal to both the younger and older generation in my opinion if if you like a trike um i would i would ride it and rip that thing without hesitation it's a Beautiful looking motorcycle.
0: We'll both be on one in a few years.
1: I, I will be on a, a trike someday in my life when I can't hold up a motorcycle without a doubt. So, but yeah, it was it, it was a beautiful motorcycle. I, I uh, they did the right thing. I think it was a long time coming. I think they waited way too long to put out a Road Glide trike. But but this thing was was off the hook. So, uh, but the rest of the bikes were all custom builders. Do you guys know? And I, I wish I could remember his name. And I'm and I feel horrible. But there is a. And I'm pretty sure he does YouTube or social media. But there's a guy that was riding a raked out chopper, and he rides it all over the world. Um, I can't think of his name. I wish I could remember his name. Anyway, his bike was there, uh, just like he rode it out of Nepal. I mean, covered in dirt and grime, and that bike was there. Uh, Danger Dan's Pan America that's been all over the world was there. Um, the Easy Company bike was there. Jared Weems's uh, Race Triumph was there. <laughs> bike is oh, off is that the, the hook is that the first time you've seen that in person yep yeah i mean in person the engineering behind that and, and all he did into that bike and what i didn't know is uh he built this bike for um the event in california and uh damn it i can't think of the name of that one either um born free born free he built yeah. it for born free but part of the reason why he chose that platform, a motorcycle, which I didn't know until this weekend, is that his brother races um, Triumphs yep. and, he, and he, he drag races this you know uh, Triumph that Jared has built. And their, their Triumph that he's been racing for a few years is getting kind of old and worn out. And so Jared's idea was, well, I'll build this show bike and then when I'm done showing it, I'm, we're going to break it down. Um, because he's right now it has a really cool Springer front end on it. He's going to put a, a front end that would be for racing on it, and they're going to break it down, and that's going to be the alcohol dragster that his brother now starts to use. Yeah,
0: it's a work of that
1: art. Cool. So it's an yeah. absolute work of art. Yeah, it, thing it's is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yep, he got, uh, um, you know, he got original paint from the factory from from um, a British car company. So, uh, yeah, it was Aston Martin, I believe is where he got the, uh, the paint from and he got it right from the right from the company.
0: So yeah, it's got some James Bond buttons on it. Too, that, it that,
1: too. that, that bike is, it's super, it's super amazing. There, there is so many super amazing bikes. I, I, you know, you can't, we kind of do this thing where we walk through the arena, like just do a quick walkthrough and then we go up and down all of the rows. Um, because you just have to see everything. Um, there, there's a. Uh, a younger female builder and she goes by fast Lane fever on um, instagram if you don't follow her you should absolutely follow her she built um a soft tail with a um with a uh fxr t fairing on it and it had a custom painted and, and it was a she was a salvage bike so it was completely thrashed and she built it from the frame up and that is one of the nicest bike bikes I've ever seen seen yeah. speed Kings had a couple bikes there. And when you look at some of these and you look at them really close, you realize how well they've hid the wiring and just the details are fantastic. Um, yeah, it just so many great bikes and great builders and, and, uh, um, it really gives you hope for the, the motorcycle industry that there's so many amazingly creative people out there, um, just doing some great things and, and building some great, some great bikes. And, I have a hard time at these shows because uh, you walk through it and I'm gravitated much more towards the bikes that I would really want to ride more so than the bikes that, that are maybe engineered even better or artistically just off the chain. Um, just because I think of my motorcycle maybe differently. And so I, 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 I always look at the functional portion of it. like, how would that bike be to ride? And, and certainly, there's motorcycles that I know that I would have no business riding. I saw one that the clutch was built into the footboard of the bike, so the bars were completely clean, and the clutch was a pedal that came through the footboard that you push down to to clutch it. I mean, mm. just some fantastic yeah. engineering. I just amazing.
0: Yeah, a couple of us went up to that show up in uh, maryland a couple of weekends ago it was the same thing they i mean they had some absolutely gorgeous beautiful bikes but they're not bikes you're gonna ride
1: yeah i you know and, and i and i appreciate all of that build engineering and everything that goes into it and it's part of what i appreciated about jared's bike is because his brother's gonna race it it's gonna be it's gonna be a bike that's gonna get ridden so um you know so he had to take that in mind when he built when he built the motorcycle so that's uh that's definitely uh you know one of those things but i i like i said in the very beginning i love this event i love mama tried to me it is uh if you ever want to go to a show and you're worried about uh not finding your place not fitting in um whatever this is a real low-key very chill event you go there if you want coffee you can get a coffee you can get mixed drinks there there's food carts and you can you can eat food there's a a bowl on top that you can sit up there and just people watch and look at the bikes from below or that are below you um they they usually have tattoo booths they didn't this year you know there's merch there um just everything you'd want in indoor so that in a cold weather environment you don't have to be outside or you know and you know you're you're not standing outside in the sun so you know just the right number of bikes that it's curated so very well so yeah it's 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 great and so then the, the event does actually go saturday and sunday it, they show the bikes both days we just typically just go for saturday and then we bounce on sunday so we do a real quick trip of a turnaround yeah it's it's good i i thoroughly enjoy it's one of my it's it's certainly it's such a great way for us at least up here to kick off the riding season because now we know we have about four or five weeks and we'll be on our bikes you know what i mean so it's like now we can like do a couple weekends where we're going to get our bike straight squared away change oil do whatever we're going to do and we're going to be on our bikes i mean we all have pictures of like the third week in
0: march being on our bikes which isn't that far away so that's not that bad for you guys because wasn't it like april last year before you were Uh, able to get out
3: yeah i thought it was
1: and the first picture I took of my bike was um, March 17th, but we got two snowstorms in April. So I got my bike out and rode it, and then it sat for quite a while afterwards. Yeah, I can see your dog shaking her ass back there.
3: That's that's Brittany. Ripley. He's looking mm. in the toy bin. But anyway. He's got home.
1: Anyway, yeah, I, uh, um, it, it was good. And, and it's just, like I said, it's just such a great kickoff for the season for us. What else do we have on tap tonight? Do we have Discord questions?
3: Well, we had one topic. Um, oh, I was going to pull up that question. I don't know if you have a good summary of it, Dave, or not. But
0: Yeah, actually, we had, we had a really good discussion between a bunch of people going on a couple of days ago uh, in the Discord. And um, someone had posed the question, because what we were talking about were sales practices and stuff. So the question was, what are some sales practices that make you cringe or pass on a purchase? Examples are calling for a price or seeing a sales rep or not posting prices. So, yeah, just general fucky shit that makes you not not want to deal with, uh, I guess, even entertaining purchasing a vehicle.
3: I definitely do hate that you have to call for a price. I don't know why, I guess. I guess because I don't... I want the salespeople to just be like really up front with me i hate it when you go and they're just always trying to talk you into shit instead of listening to you so i think that's what steers me away if you can't just like get a vibe for the price online before you go in there
0: that's more than just motorcycles though right because that, that happens a lot
2: That's
3: yeah, not that's just for, motorcycles it's for anything, anything yeah. yeah i mean it's a little bit different when you go into a dealership i suppose they don't I feel like they approach you a lot differently when you go into a Harley dealership than when you're buying a car, but... I
0: don't know. I've always found it to be more laid back at a Harley dealership than walking into a car lot.
3: Yeah, I agree.
0: But so you don't don't agree with the not posting the price on the internet when they're advertising a car?
3: Not really. I would rather... I'd rather see what it is.
0: Ryan, did you have an opinion on that? (sighs) Um... I'm a huge, 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 huge.
1: Did I mention huge? Huge. Big proponent man. of uh, huge. Let me say it's huge. I'm a huge uh, proponent of transparent pricing. I, I, I don't like the game. I don't like the dickering. I don't like any of that bullshit at all. Um, because I will absolutely say that I might go look at this motorcycle and then look at the price tag and say, oh, it's 52000 No fucking way. And just turn around and walk away. I don't want to start a conversation with a salesperson or somebody about something that I know I can't afford at all. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't try to talk Agree me into hundred, it. Don't try to yeah. right? Don't try to get some sort of a, you know, Oh, but we can go through this, this place. And if you give me a thousand down, and if you do this, this is your payment per month for the rest of your life. <laughs> I, I don't like that shit. Just put some transparent pricing out there. Um, in fact, there's a car dealership in, our, in in our town here that they actually went away. They don't dicker at all. They they say we've marked it down as low as we'll go. The only thing that they will work you work with you on length of time of loan and uh, the what they're going to give you for your trade in. Other than that, the price on the vehicle is as marked. Hmm. And and whether it's overpriced or not, I don't give a shit. I like the idea. That I'm driving through the lot and I see exactly what the price of the vehicle is.
0: But but you're a research guy, right? So I mean you if you're if you're shopping for a vehicle, you you pretty much already know what the price range is going to be on the vehicle.
1: I I so I pre research Dave, but I will tell you with a hundred percent certainty, I'm a pre research guy, but for me I'm more about pre research in terms of knowing what I'm ready and willing to spend. Right. But I am an emotional buyer when it comes to vehicles. Oh, that's not good for sure. Yeah, well, no, absolutely, it's absolutely. But but I do my research so I know what I'm willing to spend, right? Right. So when I'm driving through the lot, I don't look and go, oh, there's a you know, there's a midnight black Dodge Durango and it's eighty seven thousand dollars. I'm getting that one. I'm not that guy. I'm like, nope, fuck. I know I can't afford that. I just drive right by it. So I make sure that I'm I make sure that I'm shopping within my budget. But when I find something I really like, then I'm stuck, right? Then then the salesperson already has me on the hook because I'm already there. So because I did that with my Road King, actually, I found the Road King online. I called and asked the business manager if it was available. I never even did deal, dealt with a salesperson at all. And I said, what will you give me for my bike? And she told me, she said, let me talk to my boss. She comes back on. She says, this is what we'll give you. I said, what's the payment at? And she said, this is what it is. I said, can you finance it for this time? Because I said, if the payment's this, I will buy it. And she said, let me come back. And she comes back and she goes, my boss says, yes, we can do that. And I said, sold, send me the papers. And it was done. That was what it was. The phone call was one phone call.
0: And it was done. So it's interesting. A couple of things you said, going back to um, this concept that that a lot of vehicle dealers do now, or they they don't put the price on the internet. They want you to call. Mm-hmm. or they want you to come in um, sounds like that's really targeted to people like you that are you know like you said you're an emotional buyer because the whole the whole point of that tactic is to get someone to make a contact right which increases the odds in the dealership's favor they're going to get a sale but then to get your foot in the door because once you're in the chances they're going to close a deal with you on something goes like through the roof well See, what- but
3: i feel i feel like what Ryan said is that you're, they're just playing games with you. So I don't even want to call and talk to you because I just want you to be Everything in
0: sales and marketing is a game.
3: I know. I hate it. I'm not a fan,
1: but, but no, but what I was saying though, is that I won't, um, if I go and look online at a car dealership and the, and the prices aren't there that it says call for pricing, I don't do business there. Put your prices online and put your prices on your car. When I drive through the lot, that's it. If, if they're not, I don't do business there. I just, I don't, um, because I, I'm, I want to know upfront because I don't like to look at something that I know I cannot afford. I, 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 did the same thing when I bought a house. So we, we got a, um, a real estate agent to buy a house. And if you, if you, most real estate agents, what they'll do, they'll bring you one house at your price line and two or three houses above it. Right. And so we went and looked at houses with this real estate agent. She brought us to one house that was way below our price line. So we know right away we didn't want it. One house at our price line and and the really nice house that we couldn't afford. And I find, and, and we didn't pick any of those three. But I said to her, I said, from now on, no houses that we can't afford. I don't want to look at a house right. that I can't afford. I said, so don't don't bring it to our attention. And she was like, no problem. And we've used her three times to buy houses since then. But she knows we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about a house we can't afford. Yeah,
0: no, that makes sense. I think if the thing with what we're talking about on the vehicles, though, and the, the internet lack of pricing or whatever, it's just I mean the odds, the data is there that it's a hugely successful tactic, right? And a lot of people say, well, I'll never go in there, or I'll never, I'll just click to the next thing. That's okay. You're not the target, you know. Right. Someone's gonna come around. I don't. I don't know. I, I always do. I guess maybe I'm a little over, overly analytical when I make purchases and stuff, but I always do a lot of research so I know what they should be asking. If I see something I like, I may go look at it because I already have an expectation of what the price should be, you know, before I go there.
2: Where are you at on this, Dustin? Dustin? I don't know. I don't really have much of an opinion. I mean, he I'm works not in a
0: dealership. He's got all the inside numbers now.
2: <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put mindset pre dealership uh, employment. But yeah, like, sure, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like say my say my car. That was a situation where we had chip shortages. Inventory wasn't very healthy at dealerships. There were two cars coming in that me and my bike. Me me. I'm sorry. Me and my wife both wanted. They were coming in. We had to pay what they were asking. No no questions asked. I mean, if we didn't buy that car that day, somebody else was, and I was adamant on buying a car that day. I was okay. I was ready for a new car. I had a car for a fucking decade. I was it was time to it was time, <laughs> to, upgrade. It was time to upgrade. You know, but motor m- motorcycle wise, I I've never had that problem. I I don't over research because if I do, I'm going to try to pick out the bad too much than over the good, and I'm not going to buy anything. So right. YOLO. Yep. I
1: what
3: said about? YOLO. That's Ooh. an interesting concept.
1: What about, Dustin, when, because um, I remember when you were buying your cars and I remember when you got it and we talked about it and, and, and you, when you gave me your opinion, you didn't tell me anything bad, though. You talked about all the things about it. You were just kind of in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like, so you knew you had to pay what they were marking, no questions asked. Do you feel like you paid a fair price, though? Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, that's kind of I, I look at it two ways too. Because if you feel like you got the value, whether or not you overpaid, but it was okay with you because the value was there for you, I say that's okay too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that's what it comes down to me. The, the thing that I hate, the tactic that I hate, and I cannot stand, and I refuse to even discuss with any dealer, whether it's cars or motorcycle or anything, is that fucking Foursquare stuff. Mm. Right or mm-hmm. the first time a dealer wants to says, "Well, what do you want? You get your payments to?" I'm like, "I don't give a shit. I want to get to a price,
3: mm-hmm. right? And I want yeah. to get to
0: a fair price because you're in business. You've got to make money. Right. I need to feel like I'm getting value. Don't worry about the financing and everything else. You know, let's just talk price because that that foursquare thing is a mind fuck,
2: mm-hmm. and,
0: and so many people get screwed over because they go in and thinking, oh." I'm going to negotiate on a monthly payment, you know, and salespeople salivate at that because they can monkey with those numbers however they want to get as much money maximized off this deal as possible to get you to the payment you want. And that's how people get in and they they overfinance stuff. I mean, people are signing like seven, eight year terms on a vehicle for financing. That's just, that's insane to me. But it gets the payment down to what the person... Says they want, which is their target.
1: Yeah that that uh, that does happen, and I always I always look at it too, like whether I feel like I'm being treated fairly, right? I mean, like you said, Dave, everybody's gotta everybody's gotta make some money on it, and and if I feel like I I'm making a, a fair deal and I'm and I'm getting a fair deal, then um, you know I'm okay. It's like when I bought my truck, right? Um, the sales guy brought it to me, and he was like, "Truck's immaculate, looks perfect." <clears throat> It's a pickup truck They're really not supposed to look perfect. And this one was essentially perfect. He goes, but it's got a lot of miles on it. And I'm like, well, I commute 70 miles a day. I don't give a shit about miles because I'm going to put a shit ton of miles on it. So, you know, it's it was a good year. It's been treated right. It's got a lot of miles. So the guy probably r- drove it just the way I'm going to drove it. Probably a lot of highway miles. There's yeah. no way it couldn't have had. So I didn't have to worry about it, you know, being working as a farm truck. So there you go. I mean from my perspective, it was, it was fair. So,
0: you know, I'd, I'd love to see this, the script flipped on this. I'd love to hear from people that work in sales, motorcycle sales, automotive sales. What, what, or what shit do they absolutely hate about people coming in to buy a vehicle? Cause, Cause I've been in dealerships and stuff and I've heard people come in and I'm, I just, I've, I've told salespeople, I, I don't know how you don't slap them and kick them out the door. <laughs> you know because people they come in with attitudes like like you know oh well that's a deal with fee and that's a hundred percent profit and you're just blah 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 and it's like holy shit dude i mean just you know business has got to make money to stay in business yeah. i think and, and not everything's pure profit every that, that's the thing that kills me i think a lot is you hear people they talk about some of the fees and stuff and it's not a hundred percent profit no it's actually not you know
1: i think the other thing too is that um people that there are there are people that um will only go to places where there's no where there's no price posted because they want to because they want to feel like they got one over on the dealer. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. That they that they negotiated I negotiated them down $6,000. Yeah. Well, dude, they just factored in your $6,000 and that was their room for negotiation. You feel yeah. like you got a deal, you didn't. They were just allowed to negotiate down that far. Yep. Right? That's the thing. Like they have a bottom line that they're not going and they don't hesitate to let you walk away right they know when they got you on the hook when you've made 17 trips to look at the same motorcycle oh, yeah. you're yeah. going to buy it right yeah. the only way you win that deal is if you go and you say i have a dealer across the street that'll sell me the same bike for $2000 less than you will if you'll match it I'll buy it here and if they'll match it you have my business if they yeah. don't you walk out the door and you never go back that's how you get you get one over on them but dealer like you said dealers have to make uh, A, you know, their profit. The salesperson has to get their commission. All that stuff has to happen, right? It's just a matter of whether or not you
0: feel it's, you know, what's what's fair fair to you. Deal when I go in. That's it.
1: Well, we do this garage sale once a time once in the summer, right? and you'll have something marked for 50 cents. Oh, yeah. And you'll have somebody walk yeah. up and say, well, you take a quarter for that. We've been open for five minutes. I don't need yeah. to get rid of it that bad. It's 50 cents. If you can't afford 50 cents. I paid $85
2: dollars for that brand new, and you're not going to pay 50 cents for it. Exactly. Oh, dude.
0: <laughs> we. And, so do you guys have that next door app, that thing where it's like, you know, it's like your community and you. Oh, in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Neighborhood I don't or whatever. I don't subscribe to that. I hate. My I, I hate that thing. My wife uses it or whatever. And we were we were trying to get rid of a, a coffee table. We bought a new coffee table, so we wanted to sell the one that we had. And the one that we had was was like an artsy. It's, you know, we spent some money on it. So I, I put it online and said eh, seventy-five bucks. So some guy makes me an offer for $20. And I said, <laughs> no, I didn't put OBO. I mean, I just, you know, I'm really looking to get 75 out of it. And he starts like attacking me and I should have just blocked him, but I got really pissed off. And I'm like, dude, you know, that's like a $400 t- coffee table and it's in great condition. And And then he comes back and says, I, you know, people like you, I hate people like you, you should just give it away. You've already got your use out of it. Just, you know, I'll give you $20 or i blocked him. I need to block him. <laughs> but it's like, just like the, 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 what you were saying, you know, with the, the yard sale. People just, yeah, yeah, I couldn't work in sales. My dad was, he worked in sales. He's probably the best salesman I've ever known. I don't know how So, my seven
2: year old is going to be our best sales when we have our yard sale this year because we're we'll getting rid of a ton of shit. <laughs> There's going to be no negotiations. <laughs> Elliot will ask for more. <laughs> will you take 50 cents? I'll take $4. Yeah. You had a
1: dollar mark on it. Now it's 4 yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, now it's 4 Yeah, I, Just I don't up. need your money that bad. Oh, Now it's 6 You want to keep going? <laughs>
2: next yeah. you're gonna pay for parking bitch <laughs> yeah.
1: get out of my that's driveway
2: right. motherfucker that's right
0: <laughs> I had a guy one time that called me this is probably 20 years ago and um, and you know, the company I had and we, we had let me get into the background we had built something and we were selling access to this thing and we typically would charge about twenty thousand dollars so this guy calls me out of out of thin air and starts to lecture me that I need to drop my prices down to $600. This is from 20000 to $600. <laughs> Trying to school me. Holy he hell. S- he said, you know, if you do that, you'll sell so much more. I'm like, "Nah, we're not, not doing that. Doesn't fit with our business model. He said, yeah, but you guys have the only thing out there that will do what I need it to do. And I'm like... Hence twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean, <laughs> you've got a lot of cheap options out there that don't do what you need it to do. But the guy was just—he was so angry, I could feel the spit coming through the, <laughs> you know, the phone. Which I don't need people like that.
2: Yeah.
0: No, but we're getting off topic. So back to the dealers. The other thing I hate is when people want to the dealers want to talk to you about what you don't like about your vehicle. Any of you guys ever fall for that
2: one? Mm, I never. Really no, not that. really. Nuh-uh. You know, I, don't last like, time I mean, I told you, I don't
3: like to engage with the salespeople when they do that shit. I want to go in and I want them to talk to me about whatever it is I want to talk about.
0: Yeah, that's so that's I don't. A,
3: I guess I don't. I'm just like, OK, I'm not talking to you. That's Move another
0: on. mind fuck thing. Yeah, what well, because they're like trying about they're... your current vehicle. And then all they talk about is how what you, this other vehicle is going to do to solve those problems for you.
3: Yeah, right. I just I just walk away when they do that.
1: It's gonna be it's gonna be really great when they're like, tell me what you don't like about your new what, what you don't like about your current vehicle. Well, you motherfuckers are only selling electric now. That's
0: <laughs> that's right.
2: <laughs> I don't like I gotta
0: plug the fucker in. Right? <laughs> Says the guy who has a battery tender plugged into his car in the garage.
2: Right? You know? <laughs> wow.
0: No, yeah. I can see that happening for sure.
1: I, I think that if you if you go if you go into any situation or any deal like that, knowing. You you have to know that no matter what you buy, as a consumer, they're making money off you, right? So just let the rest of it go. Decide what you think is yeah. fair. Don't pay more. Over, don't pay more than you think is fair. And just you know, otherwise, Jesus, you're adding so much stress to your life that you just don't need to add.
0: No, and walk away.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's don't be afraid to walk thing. away. Walk That's away. yeah. Don't be afraid to walk away. That's probably the most power as a consumer that you have in any sales environment is walking away. Mm. Make them do a whole bunch of work and negotiations and then walk away. (laughs) 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 After they've done so much for you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because sometimes even like, like, uh, you've said before, Dave, um, like you go, well, I, you know, if you say, well, I, I negotiated a, a service plan for the rest of my life or I negotiated a free wheel and tire change or whatever, you know, some of those things are just, you know, a par for the course for them of, of doing business, right? Yeah. That the throw ins that they're allowed to put into their sales process for, for, um, in enticement for the for the person to be like, oh, I just I save three hundred dollars because I get I get free wheels, and we, you know free tires, you know over whatever, and you know little do we know they probably have some sort of a some sort of a side deal with a tire company where they're getting their tires for free or
0: something. Right, or no, or no what to ask for. Again, it goes back to research. Right, understand the business that they're in. With this is the I mean the, the key thing with negotiating stuff is to understand the other person. You know, maybe you won't get what you really want thrown in or whatever but there's probably three other things like you know harley dealerships it, i think every dealership in the world will give you a free gift card to close sure. a deal right because that money's coming out of a different budget on their side than right the labor that they have to pay for the, the you know the the part or the um service department or a free um,
2: t-shirt sometimes that's as sweet as a deal. yeah <laughs> don't,
0: don't all dealers give harley dealers give a free t-shirt
3: i thought so but i, I just i didn't get, I mean, get one it's, it's I've like I figure either, like it's baked into the price. Did
0: you buy a new bike? I, I know, I, maybe it's a new bike only. Yep,
2: yeah, maybe a, I've never purchased a new one. bike.
0: So
3: no, mine's used, and they gave me a shirt. It was like their whole their whole thing. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, but you'd be surprised at how much you can get away with if you just understand what the understand. I guess if I can't
1: person. get a free shirt the next time I go in, I'm going to ask for underpants. <laughs>
0: I would have Saturday. I, I almost, if I there would have been a dealer in the area, I I was tempted to stop in and see if I could get some free Long Johns. There's a there's
2: there, there's a good uh, clothing idea, Ryan. It says "Live to ride, right on the dick,
1: <laughs> right on the, right on the front of them." Yep. <laughs>
0: What the hell? Where'd you pull that out of, Dustin? That was my ass. <laughs> out of left, left field. Oh, that that's a, such a great one, yeah. Uh, I'm sure
1: Maybe am sure made on big,
2: Etsy. the big eagle on there going, Kaka! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is lived to ride right on the dog. Oh. <laughs> uh, such a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> or or the hog logo right there. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's good.
0: (sighs) What other questions did we have in the Discord?
2: All right, Discord friends, FDB's about to answer your questions. Make sure you head over to 5 com and click the link on the homepage to visit our Discord and become a member.
0: You guys suck. I'm going home. That one finger icon, every time I look at it, I think somebody's shooting a finger at me. (laughs) Then I realize it's the index finger.
1: Hey, speaking of our Discord, number one, it's fucking free. And number two, we now have 662 members on our Discord. Nice. Yeah, how
2: do you like that? A math question for Tony. He's not here, unfortunately. If Ryan is leaving North Dakota at 8 a.m. and Percy is leaving Virginia at 10 a.m. and Dustin is leaving Illinois at 12 p.m., how much time does that give Brittany to peg Jared before they arrive in Louisville? (laughs)
3: I saw that come in over the so, weekend, and I laughed so hard. The, um, the problem
0: is that, that uh, I don't think she pegs him in Louisville. I think she pegs him in, uh, where do you live? Lexington. Lexington. She I believe she minute. pegs him in the rear, Dave. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
2: so add an hour to mm. the allotted time.
0: Yeah, do you, do you cross time? Well, some of us, I don't, but how many time zones do you... Uh, Cross Ryan coming down to Louisville, just one, just one. Is it just one? Yeah, you go from central to eastern. Yeah,
1: yep. And it's just one for you. No, oh, no, you're in eastern, so you don't cross any. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, just so everyone knows, this Discord or the the topic that we discussed today, the question was presented by Uncle Vic on our Discord. So thank you very much, Uncle Vic, for your question that turned into a topic for today's podcast. Yeah, always Uncle want to give credit Vic. to
2: the Discord members when they.
1: They do the thinking for us. And that's right. It was a banger. It was a good one. It gave us. It gave us definitely some some fodder. So, Dustin, hmm. we've answered the question. We answered John Doe's math problem, <laughs> and the answer to that is you know, Brittany always has time for pegging Jared. <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer is yes.
0: <laughs> the answer is all the time in the world.
1: <laughs> um, so, what do we have? For everyone that they need to know about, we That's have a date. Very, very important coming up. We have, we a, have, date a, we a, have a date and a location, and a location,
2: date, location, and party, and party. What is it? Let's let's hear it. Okay, so the bike reveal is going to be happening March 25th at Bluegrass Harley Davidson in Louisville as a part of their ninth anniversary party and spring opener. So we're on we're on the bill to reveal our bike. So it will be there in the flesh. At Bluegrass, there's going to be free food, a cash bar, music and fun, and a bike blessing. So if you guys can make it, awesome. But if you can't, we will be live streaming the reveal from Bluegrass Harley-Davidson. So even if you can't make it, you'll see it online as it happens. Can't wait.
1: So there you go. We are, we are very excited. And just so the rest of you know, we um, asked Mr. Weems, to cease all uh, social media posts, to cease all uh, YouTube posts, and also to cease all posts and or backstage sneak peek pictures to us. So the bike reveal will also be a reveal to to us at the same time. Um, I I know from just the the few pictures that we have received that... uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This motherfucker is going to be a banger. Um, This bike is is absolutely, positively, uh, without a doubt, amazing.
2: So, again, March 25th, noon to four, Bluegrass Harley-Davidson in Louisville.
0: I am super bummed I won't be there with you guys for the big reveal.
1: Let me stand up. I got a reveal for you, Dave. Yeah.
0: Oh! um, (laughs) Percy Jr. is blessing us with our first granddaughter that week down in Texas. So instead nice. of being the usual asshole father that I was his whole life, I'm going to actually be there when uh, to support him and my daughter-in-law when the new baby
2: arrives. But maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll,
0: there's a way I can stream in with you guys.
2: We'll be there. We'll be we'll be live from Bluegrass. So everybody, if you're in the area, if you want to make the trip out, to come hang out. It should be a, f- a fun time. I'm bringing my whole family. Are they like, gonna serve like, hot dogs? They should. They with should wiener have a hot water? dog cart with wiener water. Maybe Tony will drink some for charity. Night. Oh, <laughs> he will drink a mug of hot dog water for
3: oh 80 a mug.
2: Hours. Yeah, a mug. of I think of hot we dog should
0: water. just make that commitment for him since he's not As here in, with us tonight.
3: An eight Auction ounce mug off. or like thirty two ounces.
1: No
0: one drinks thirty two ounces of anything,
1: Brittany.
3: That's. I'm just saying. There's different size mugs out there. Let's well,
1: just what, let's, let's just say this. Thirty two ounces is not a mug. I've seen them. <laughs> no, it's called a. When it's thirty-two ounces, it's got a handle on it. It's called a schooner, not a mug. A schooner's a sailboat.
3: That's that's got to be a North, yeah, North like Dakota she tells, word.
0: She tells Jared that's only six inches that she's packing them with, but it's really eighteen. Uh, <laughs> got to work your way up to the big leagues, Dave. <laughs> so I think what we should do is let's just let's take care of this right now. Let's if we raise a thousand dollars donation on site. Sure on the reveal every dirty biker that's present at bluegrass will drink wiener water
1: <laughs> and by wiener water we mean water out of a, out of a vat where hot dogs are being cooked not where wieners have dipped into 12 so, ounces each
3: 12 i'm not signing up for wiener this
2: water i'll do it
3: 12 ounces
0: you,
1: you can drink 12 ounces of site. wiener water you've had worse in your mouth
2: Hey, hey! God, we raised yeah. five grand. We raised five Whoa. grand. I let Ryan cut my hair into a mullet, and I drink the water. <laughs> hey, hey, Brittany did Ryan there cross go. a line. How right come there? Ryan
3: gets to, gets to cut your hair, Dustin? You should let somebody with the experience do it.
0: Do you ever, do you
2: cut hair, Brittany? I,
3: I I cut very simple haircuts. I can cut a mullet.
2: <laughs> can you give me lightning bolts on the side?
3: I can try. I'd, I'd oh, be yeah. willing to try it.
2: Light, he can she can lightning
0: bolt it up, Dustin. That she would do be... a hot dog on the side of his head.
3: <laughs> now <laughs> I don't I don't know about that. Make I'll a do wiener lightning mobile
0: bolts. on the, the side of Dustin's the,
2: head. The the that's what we need. This. That's what we need at FDBM is the wiener mobile. Would you Dustin,
1: would you rock a mullet at your current job? Fuck.
2: <laughs> i mean that's the well, real question I mean, dude, mullets would you are rock in a mullet style right we have now, customers is, that are coming in rocking yeah. the, the business say, in the front, front party actually, in the back they
3: He's in actually they are actually in style
1: yeah right just because we're in the midwest doesn't make a mullet just like a thing that people walk around with no it's a that, fashion statement that would be, that's that would come back be the deep then. south
0: where they, <laughs>
1: where they well it's that.
3: everywhere in kentucky i've seen too many mullets lately mm. I don't think it's fashionable, but it's I think, in I think, style right now.
1: Brittany, I think your Jared should should grow a mullet. I think that <laughs> I think no, that,
3: that, that
2: guy I think that guy could rock a serious mullet. Dude, the early nineties. I had so. a permed I had a permed hockey mullet. I looked like fucking Yager. Oh, a perm- I, you had a perm and a mullet? I had a permed mullet when I was a kid. Yep. I had a mullet wow. when I was really? in high school too. I, it I was, was the used- hockey mullet, man. It was the flow. That's what it was then. Mm. Yeah, they're
3: terrible hairstyle. I've never seen a good a good mullet.
2: I need to find pictures. Go through my mom's photo albums. I'll find that fucker. Mm. Mm
1: Hmm. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's a, and and you know there are some
1: people though that when you see them when you just said the word flow Dustin there are some people that rock a mullet and they don't look terrible to be honest. (laughs) Some people can rock a mullet like uh you know for real. So
3: there's got yeah there's Kid
1: Rock. Did he have no. a I've never seen him? Did with he him have a mullet? No, he no. just had long hair, Dave. I don't think he actually yeah. ever had a mullet. Yeah. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus had a serious mullet, though. That's the Aggie breaky mistakey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was for sure. That might be before Britney's time. I don't think she had an achy, breaky heart. No, Fuck dude, no, dude. no I uh, love If we that song. raise,
2: if, if we, if we, if this bike can raise hundred thousand dollars, I'll do something stupid with my hair. I'm really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a good time. It's going to be, um,
1: the bike's going to be great. It's going to be a good, a good celebration. Hell, I think that in Kentucky at this event, we're probably pretty, we're probably going to see some people rocking some mullets at this event. Okay, we
0: we have to stop talking about mullets because our discord count just went down 18 people. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well that's terrible. <laughs> that's
2: mullets are awesome. I love mullets. I love know how they mullets. Hurt us.
0: Come to FDBM and bring your best looking mullet. Hey, we'll have a mullet judging contest at the bike reveal.
3: That would be really fun actually. If people actually cool. did that would if be if there fun. if there was
0: enough people with mullets, that would be that would be a good time. So. And the winner gets to drink twelve ounces of wiener water.
2: You get a wrestling belt and a glass of wiener water.
0: Mm-hmm. You think people? I mean, that that's that that thing's a bit old, right? How many new listeners do we have? Are going? What the hell's the deal with the wiener water?
2: Oh man, that's that's a. Like, Does anybody second, remember that second, second year shit? Right? Anybody
0: there. remember the story on that?
2: I don't know. We the lineup at the time was talking about stopping at gas stations and eating hot dogs. Some bin behind the counter at an old deli or something like that. And, well, um, it used would- to be. It used to be
1: that at the gas stations, the hot dogs had the. They didn't have the roller things where the hot mm-hmm. dogs sat. They yeah, actually sat an in an a water. in a bin of water, and because remember, Dustin, I think we were even talking about this because. um That was when we actually talked about the album cover for Limp Bizkit and how that name of that album cover, so many people didn't understand what it meant, but when they named it Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog (laughs) Flavored Water, it was when they were on tour, we got the Hot Dog Flavored Water and then people were like, what the hell is Chocolate Starfish? (laughs) A lot of people didn't know they were buttholes. (laughs) A lot of people didn't know. So, I mean, we we brought the Chocolate Starfish back and then we defined wiener water, or the hot dog-flavored water. So there you go.
0: Well, talking about starfish, we did have a vendor at Hogs and Frogs that wasn't too far from us that was serving hot dogs in wiener water.
2: Mm-hmm. Why didn't remember? you tell us? Huh? I, didn't, I don't remember this. Weren't but... you...
0: I don't know. Was Ryan with me? Maybe it was, maybe it was Jim. Or Phil. I think no, it was, I think it was it, Phil probably.
2: Yeah, the,
1: what the, yeah. You came back when you guys went and got food, and somebody said that there was
0: legit... Hot dogs
2: and beer yeah. water. I think there. that
0: was Phil. Phil and I were yeah. trying to find something. The deep.
2: best is when they've been sitting in there a while, and there's like a there's a thin layer of film on the <laughs> top of the water. <laughs> you say, oh, yeah. Throw, so throw some so film gross. on there too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will have to say
1: though, uh, <laughs> uh, hot dogs, hot dogs from gas stations. I don't hate them. I don't hate them.
2: Uh, dude, they're just as good as a Dodger dog. But they are. I, I don't hate them.
1: <laughs> I'll do a, I'll do a hot dog gas a gas station hot dog.
2: I'll tell you what, though. A hot dog at a hockey game? Yeah. Fucks. What you don't want to do
1: is a hot dog from a gas station bathroom, because that's not a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is there you a story better. behind this, Ryan, that you want I to share?
2: <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> not well, a story. The, I,
2: the last Al-Share, stall Al-Share, said free, free hot man. dogs.
0: And it served through a glory hole? Was yeah,
1: that the, the la- deal? The last, stall, <laughs> the last stall at the gas station, if it has a hole in it, it's not a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: so you know. Uh, where's Mr. Cox when you need him?
2: Hmm.
1: Probably... Um, Twenty bucks is twenty bucks at the glory hall.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you make change? <laughs> 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 maybe, you got some, you got, maybe you
2: got some last minute business. He said what'd he say? Forty nine ninety five a hole? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make that money. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. There you go. Well, thank you guys for another great episode of the 5-Day Bikers Podcast. Again, just remind everybody our Discord is 100% free. If you like what we're doing, you want to be a part of the 5-Day Bikers community, get out and join our Discord. Uh, if you want to join the Discord, you like what we're doing even further, and you want to be a part of a more exclusive group, don't be afraid to join our Patreon. We have many different levels of Patreon, and uh, we put exclusive content up there. And Our patrons are usually the first people to know any news. So this episode, when we're talking about all the motorcycle stuff and we're talking about the event and everything, they found out before you. So they found out this weekend and this is will actually. They found out a week before you guys did, so um, this was all posted for them early. So, if you really want to support us even further, join our Patreon, and um, you know we will have tickets going on sale. Um, will for sure be on sale when the bike reveal comes. Remember, March twenty fifth at mm-hmm. Bluegrass Harley Davidson in Louisville, Kentucky is going to be our bike reveal. So, there you go, episode number. I don't know what we are at. Of the 5 Dirty Bikers Podcast. Six. It's in the Six. bag. Six. It's in the bag. <laughs> Six. Thank you guys. Hey, and can as we,
0: always, keep it dirty. Can we tease them to come back next week for a really big announcement? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Tease. You're teased. We, we have next week.
1: We have just another announcement. Just the tip. Something new for the 5 Dirty Bikers Podcast.
0: Yeah. It's going to be cool.
1: For the age. It, 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 it might be more than just the tip. hmm
0: <laughs> I need to go check the fridge to see if we got any wiener water
2: are you following the 5 Dirty Bikers on social media find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at 5 Dirty Bikers